Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Before we start this nonsense, welcome back to another week of Cuckoo with Coco. You are listening to episode 38, and I just want to say, hi, how are you? And ask you how your week has been so far, because from what I recall, it's been kind of crazy for me. I know that. Um, I Sorry, I'm sending a text message. Um, I've had quite a you know what? It's only Wednesday. And usually, as I say, it's been a hell of a week already. And I think it's probably because I've been running Wednesday to Wednesday, but I'm very fucking tired. Um, (laughs) just wanted to start this off by saying, uh, giving a special shout out to people who have supported me by listening to the podcast or giving criticisms of how to make it better or by just kicking it with me during my day job. So everybody who I possibly text during the week. Love you guys, and thank you for supporting my madness. A uh, couple of updates before we get this rocking and rolling. I still have not received a call saying my eyeglasses are ready, and I'm really getting annoyed by this. It's been two weeks to the day, because I record every Wednesday. It's been two weeks to the day that I've had my appointment, and I have probably mentioned this a bunch of times, but I'm excited for my glasses. Still haven't on them yet. <laughs> uh I like them because they're red frames now and they make me think of Ali Wong when she does her stand-up. So that's why I'm mostly excited to get my glasses. And, you know, that's about it. (laughs) I got my circle bottle in the mail again. I got myself another one because I have a crack in this one uh, as a just-in-case. And uh, so far, this thing hasn't leaked water on me yet other than when I drink from it and it squirts back in my face. So that's cool. Um, My water bottle's making fun of me at this point. Um, I got eight more flavors and I'm doing the subscription thing on it because it makes it so much easier for me to drink water. And this isn't an ad or anything, but I'm just letting you know that it's helping me drink water. Like each bottle is 22 ounces. And if I drink three of them, I'm done with my quota for water for the day. Ah, uh, so that's that. Um, I had a, I had a story that, you know, freaked me out a little bit, but in a way that makes you realize what's going on in the world and what's important and what isn't. And, you know, we're sweating the small stuff too much because everything can change in like the blink of an eye. But, uh, I wanted to tell a story because I heard about it and I had to sit on it for a second because it's, like I said, it's one of those things where you've met the person in real life. And now that you hear what's happened to them recently, you're like, holy fuck. (laughs) So... Basically, like I said in the last episode, I used to work for this woman named Vicky and her daughter was, her daughter is Taylor and they have a mother-daughter salon. 
Taylor does the aesthetics part of it, like the facials and everything like that. And her mother does hair. Her mom is fantastic. Um, always treated me good. Never had any complaints about them. I had a complaint about a woman who worked with them, like not as an employee, but someone who rented a chair. I'm pretty sure you all already know the story. But uh, anyway, so Taylor, I, I had been noticing. So this is how this started out. I'd been noticing that Taylor had been posting a lot of stuff about thoughts and prayers for Camille, her boyfriend. He's Polish and his name is K-A-M-I-L. So that's how they spell it. I'd never heard of it for a boy's name, but I guess it's, it's whatever. Um, so it's not even really the point of this, but it just, I didn't really know him until I met him while I was working there. So Taylor and Camille have been together for a bit and he was, he's such a nice guy to her. He treats her like gold when she's been, you know, treated badly in the past. You want to see other women rise up and, you know, finally find happiness in this and that. So she finally finds happiness with him and, you know, they go on all these trips together and they do a lot of like outdoorsy shit and I love them. They're the cutest couple ever. So I'd started seeing all this stuff about, you know, thoughts and prayers to Camille and all this stuff going on. And I I hadn't actually seen a picture of what was going on until she posted one. And it was basically him propped up in a bed. He's not moving his arm or legs or anything. And he's being fed by a nurse. So I was like, dude, what is going on? Because I had asked, I was like, what's, I had asked her before what was going on, but obviously busy because of what is going on. And, uh, she, she told me, she's like, we went, um, we went on a wait, we went away together and Camille's paralyzed now. And I was like, what? And I said, all right, I'm going to need a little bit more information. And, um, she said that they went cliff jumping or yeah, something like that, or jump, like bridge, bridge jumping. I don't know. But apparently he had been going to one for like years and years now, and he got confused and took them to the wrong one. And the water was way too shallow. It was about five feet deep. And he, uh, jumped head first. Uh, and it was their first day on vacation. So now he's in the hospital and, you know, they're, like I said, he's being fed. He can't really do much for himself anymore. And it's just really sad because it makes you think of everything that you should be grateful for and everything that, you know, like just don't sweat the small, sweat the small stuff. Like it just, it puts in perspective a lot of things and not that I'm paralyzed or have anyone who's suffering from that, but it just makes you sit down and wonder how quickly shit changes. Like he jumped and that fucking changed his life. And, uh, you know, my thoughts and prayers go out to them because that's such a shitty situation to be in for him and for her. Um, cause he was like a thriving dude who did everything. He was like an, like an everyman and he, you know, came from money and he was very humble about it. So he was a very humble, good guy. And of course, a twist of fate lands him in a chair for probably the rest of his life, unless they can figure out a way to manipulate either by physical therapy or occupational therapy. I'm not sure which one it is that actually helps with maneuvering the body parts, but just so crazy how the blink of an eye, something like that can change, like something like that can change your life. Uh, so that's, that's just one of the things I wanted to talk about because it, it hit me a little cause I'd met the kid and I, I'm just in shock that that happened. And of course, you know, there's always that one person in your life that you tell a story to and they're like, well, it's human error. He should have known the difference. And I'm like, dude, shit just happens sometimes, okay? Sometimes mistakes get made. This was a horrible mistake, okay? Obviously, he didn't mean to become paralyzed. It just happened to him, okay? And now 
things have to, things in people's lives need to readjust to allow for that type of mistake to like, to just have happened. Like him being paralyzed was not something he did to himself on purpose. He just had a lapse in judgment, maybe, or just maybe didn't realize where he was. And it fucking cost him his arms and his legs. Like shit like that, like silly ass comments like that make me so mad. (laughs) Like it just pisses me off because he didn't choose to be this way. He's now this way because of a mistake he made and he does not deserve any of it. That's how I feel about it. And just that's it. So just be a little more fucking sensitive to a situation. That's all. And uh, also, I want to welcome the psycho girls to my podcast because we're made to be crazy. We're not born this way. (laughs) You know, like I know that I'm a little crazy. That's why my podcast is cuckoo with Coco because I know I have crazy tendencies. I do know. (laughs) I just um, I just think it's it's more what I say at work a lot of the time because everyone thinks I have a positive attitude at work, which we both know, you and I both know that that's not the case. Okay. Okay. The case is that I laugh to keep from crying because everybody acts like a fucking idiot. <laughs> so, um, as I was saying, the psycho girls, for the most part, and this is where I'm going to lose most of my male audience, for the most part, men make women this way. But it goes for men also. Women make men this way too. Because a lot of men that I've either dated or talked to in the past say that they've been scarred from certain situations from chicks and it's like, wash my hands of you. Like, bleh. It was years ago, let it go. Like, it's like that. Like, we all make each other crazy. And I'm just going to say, because I know someone said this before, but I'm just going to repeat it because I know I read it somewhere. Like, we're, we're making each other crazy to the point that we're ruining each other for future people. So maybe just knock that shit off. Okay. I'm thankful to know that there are still some hopeful people out there and most of them are in my inner, inner circle. I'm like, I'd hate to see people's lights get snuffed out by assholes. And I'm not talking about snuff as in punch. Cause I know we used to throw that stupid ass lingo around back in the nineties, but not doing that. And, uh, you know, <laughs> just, just stop it. Okay. And that's like another thing because you, you don't want your, here's the, here's, this is what I laugh at about myself is that I've been, you know, taking advantage of whatsoever in relationships and left those behind with no problem. Why can't I leave a nail salon behind? And I'm talking about the place where I usually go to get my nails done. I'm like, this is my fourth time going to this one place and I've just about had it. Like the only place that I allow or people that I allow to abuse me are at nail salons. Okay. They're either abusing my ears with stupid ass stories or they're abusing my time by like fucking stopping in the middle to do something else. So this is what happened. I went last Friday to this place to get a manicure. First of all, I walk in the door. Actually, let's go back further. They have a Facebook page in which you are allowed to request your appointment. So I requested a powder dip at 4.30. I get out of work at 4. So I cut straight away to this place, get there with 15 minutes to spare, and I just chill in my car outside because they don't really have enough room to be hanging out in there and COVID going on. They don't really leave seats, like empty seats around for people to sit anyway. So I sit in my car and I wait and I call and I'm like, yep, I have an appointment at 4.30. Uh, They're like, okay, come on in. So I walk on in and there's like a pedicure chair all ready to go. So I go in and the guy and the chick goes, yeah, first seat. So I look at her and I go, mm, no, that's not why I'm here. 
I'm here for a manicure, the powder dip. And she goes, oh, okay. And she looks at the guy who was the guy who did my feet the last time that I didn't really like the pedicure or how it came out at all. Uh, looks at the guy. The guy looks at me and he goes, okay, follow me back. And she goes, okay, follow him back. Like I didn't hear him. So we go to the back where his station is, I assume, because it's in the corner because he probably sucks. And spoiler alert, he does suck. So I went to sit in the back where his station is. And um, he starts working on my nails. And I had powder dip the last time, so it takes a minute. You got to, like, soak the shit off after he buffs it down a little bit. And I go to soak my nails and everything. And this nutcase, well, not nutcase, because I probably would do the same thing. But I always make sure that my nails are good before I leave. So she said that she had been in earlier and the chick who did her hand apparently hadn't done it great. So it was a little choppy, like a little messed up. So of course, um, of course she needs two nails fixed because it wasn't done well. So the guy stops working on me to go help this chick and he goes, give me one second. I just have to go do this. So I said, okay, now mind you, I didn't bring any AirPods, like I didn't bring my earbuds in, and I, of course, uh, am sitting there with nothing to do, it's hot in there, I'm tired, because I've worked a fucking eight-hour day, and I just don't want to be sitting there any longer than I have to, and it's every time I've been there, I always am there for like two hours, so I'm going to go somewhere more local, and uh, so once he had stopped working on her, he came back to me, and then we continued with the manicure. But it's like, and then he goes, thanks for waiting. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like, I'm just annoyed by that point because I'm wearing a hot ass mask and I'm starting to sweat and everything. And then, of course, this stupid woman, two seats away from me because you got to keep a seat between you now in the nail salons. This stupid woman <laughs> starts t- telling this nail technician a story. Well, not really a story so much as like something that is going on with her personally that didn't need to be out in the open. Like that lady with the fucking missing knuckle. So. Here's the story. The nail technician asked this chick if she was getting a pedicure done or why she wasn't getting one done or something. And the chick was like, the customer goes, excuse me. Oh boy, you don't want that. My feet stink. Oh man. So first of all, she didn't ask you for all that information. What she asked was a simple yes or no. Are you getting a pedicure done? Even if she said, oh, you're not getting a pedicure, you should simply respond by saying, no, not today. Like, that's it. This lady responded by giving excess information that nobody needed to know about the scent of your feet, nor did anyone seem thrilled with that information. Like, because she said it was because it was the mix of her, I guess, her nylon stockings, whatever, and her shoe, her clog, whatever. So I'm guessing she doesn't have Crocs because there's no ventilation in her shoe probably because her feet stink. And it's like, she goes, oh, the combination of nylon stocking and my clogs and have having stand, stood all day. And the nail technician goes, oh, you work today? She goes, yeah, I worked a 10-hour shift. And I was like, oh, please keep your shoe on for the love of God. Like, Dude, you stood for 10 hours in shoes with no ventilation. Why are you even in this salon, man? I could probably smell your feet with your shoes on. But anyway, I think I'm going to stop going to this place because they house a lot of freaks. (laughs) They house a lot of freaks. And I just don't feel like spending two hours after work at a nail salon 
where, you know, I'm trying to do a good thing and patronize a local small business, especially with what was going on. I don't care about paying the two extra dollars because of all the masks and all the hardships and all the shit you got to go through. I'm pissed because I go there to relax and I have yet to go there and relax because stupidity seems to find me in these places. And now I have to tell you guys about it. You know, like, (laughs) why can't I just have a normal experience being out in the world? What is everybody's problem? Do they notice me and say, oh, God, she looks like she's had a wonderful day. Let's ruin it with some nonsense like my feet stink, like my feet odor or the fucking no no uh, knuckle or the guy unevenly putting gel on my pedicure. Like not even this time, this time, the way he unevenly did my powder dip like this place is done. <laughs> this place is over. I'm over this place. That's it. <laughs> okay. Now that I got that out of the way, this song WAP, okay, is about the most ratchet thing I've ever heard, but it's also my new favorite thing now because I just jam, I just jam at my desk. Sorry, I was looking at a snap that someone sent me. This song is one of those songs where you avoid it because you don't want to feel like you're ratchet, even though, you know, deep down you have a little rachet in you. Like you're a little, you're low key ratchet. Like this is like your guilty pleasure song. Like after you've had a rough day at work and you want to blast some ratchet shit. So you let your coworkers know that you're that bitch. <laughs> me listening to this song makes me think of Emma Stone in Easy A, where she's singing pocket full of sunshine over and over. Like she starts, she hates it at first and it's like rolling her eyes and shit. And then you see her making a shampoo mohawk in the shower, screaming it pretty much. (laughs) Oh man, this is not one of those songs that you need to yell out because nobody's going to understand it really. But it's one of those songs where you have six drinks and are clinging to your best friend. Like, I love you so much. You know that, right? You know, I love you. Like stuff like that. Like that's when you start to sing that song. So that's that song i just had to make an announcement about that because even though i was skeptical at first i'm with the shits as they say (laughs) uh oh other good shit i had a facial last weekend and no not what you're thinking of the regular kind where they actually clean your face and put lotion and stuff on it and it was fucking amazing all you pervs out there not the kind of facial i was talking about so uh just rewind and listen (laughs) And found this esthetician, esthetician, that's how you say it, through a woman, like a women group, like on Facebook. So it's a women supporting women. So she's a small business owner. And uh, my friend Alicia went to her and I uh, I loved it. It was great. She cleaned my face. Like I didn't even want to put makeup on when I uh, went to work on Monday, but I did because I don't want to look like a Tim Burton character with dark circles under my eyes and looking pale as shit. So... I put on makeup. <laughs> um, her name is Melissa Williams. So if you're on Facebook and you're looking for a girl in the local area, she's in Middletown, uh, go get your face done. Go get your face done, girl. Or boy, whoever. I think she does both. <laughs> um, oh, so uh, I don't really have any good transitions anymore. I don't know how to transition from a facial to talking to my sister. So I'm going to talk about this. My sister had me on FaceTime this week, and there's a part in The Last of Us 2 where the this group of people, I don't know, I forget what they're called, because I don't really pay attention to stuff like that when I'm playing that intensive a game. They whistle to communicate with each other. And there's a part where you kind of have to creep along undetected 
while they whistle to each other. So if you take out one of their people and the whistling stops, the other person goes to investigate it. And if you're still there, they kill you. (laughs) So it made me think about whistling and uh, how weird it was that this came to my mind. Uh, It made me think of my grandfather and how he used to whistle. Um, I think he's been dead for like 10 years now. Um, (laughs) He had like this crazy signature whistle, which if you heard it walking down the street in New York City, you knew it was him. Like you immediately turned around. I was like, oh, hey, Julio, how are you? Like that's how he got everybody's attention, including mine. I don't think I was ever caught walking by myself, but if I was, that was my grandfather. Um, And he always did it. He always did it to get your attention while being out and about, like walking around and stuff. And uh, it just made me think of him. And it was just so funny to me how their whistles were almost just like his. And it brought me back to my childhood when we used to go walk and get comic books and yoo-hoos and stuff and chips and against my grandmother's wishes, obviously. But um, he was a blast. He was fun. (laughs) He used to take me on walks everywhere. And now I can't even walk around the block without wheezing. So... (laughs) We used to go for blocks and blocks. We used to go down to the East River and sit on the bench, or we used to get hot dogs and sit on a bench somewhere. And he would, uh, he would always have a Budweiser with him. And it was really funny because it was always in a brown paper bag. And it was like, all right, Grandpa, you're trying to be subtle, but these cops know what's up. <laughs> uh, I could never mimic that whistle myself because it was so sharp. Uh, my mom whistles like that, though. And sometimes it's okay, but other times you're like, all right, that's my ear, though. Like she, she's very good at it. She could probably whistle whatever tune you wanted her to, but also my ear is bleeding. Move away. Take a couple steps to the left or right, mom. Like, I love you, but you don't need to whistle that close to me. (laughs) Got some more work stories for you because I know how much you guys love them. And it's always the same fucking shit. Actually, not this time. This time it was actually really interesting because Beth was the one that kind of irritated me with this because this happened yesterday, Tuesday. Uh, My one boss was complaining about the staffing issues we've been having recently. And she told the story to everyone she came across that day. So like, I love her. They're always funny. We always make each other laugh and stuff. But what I can't stand is when someone tells the same story all day to different coworkers, like it's just really annoying, especially to people who have already heard the story. Like, I sit in an area which is separate from theirs. So I can't clearly eavesdrop to be like, all right, shut the fuck up. But like, I try and eavesdrop just to get the story because it's more interesting than what I am doing at my computer, which is probably just staring at my screen doing nothing. So I've been in like so many of these scenarios too, where you hear the same story all day long, or you hear like, different versions of it, which even makes me even more mad because it's like at this point, you're trying to get sympathy when you change the tone of the story. Like you're, you're, you're looking for someone to either agree with you or disagree with you and then give you a reason as to why they disagree. And I hate that shit. Just stop telling the story. Stop telling the story. Excuse me. And then another thing that happens is that people misconstrue. I can't stand when people who misconstrue everything that comes out of somebody's mouth. So it's like when you have something, when you, when someone says something to you, a basic conversation goes back and forth. Someone says something, you say something in response, back and forth, back and forth. Sometimes people like myself just say things to say things and they don't require a response. I hate when people respond for no reason at all, other than to prove you wrong in a situation. Like why? 
Like if I say something and it's an exaggeration, it's meant to be funny. It's not meant to be attacked. It's not meant to be torn apart like, oh, well, it was only this, not this. I don't give a fuck, man. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. I was just making a statement and now I'm expressing my exasperation by having to exaggerate and add a tear of sarcasm on top of it. Like there's layers to this shit, player. (laughs) As fucking, what's his name says? Macklemore. There's layers to the shit player. Tiramisu. <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, it just hurts. It hurts my brain. Did you hear what I said? Because sometimes I just say things as an additive to be silly. Like, it's, it's just what I do. It's how I get through situations. Because if you really want me to curse you out and tell you how I feel, I'll curse you out and tell you how I feel. But I think you'd prefer the nicer version where I just say something that's an exaggeration and make you laugh. And then we're both having a good time and nobody's pissed. How about that? Like, I don't need you to auto be my fucking autocorrect. I don't need you to be Siri. I have that in my phone. I'm like, I'm like I've said before, like I said what I said and sometimes it doesn't need a response. And sometimes I won't respond because at that point, there's no point in talking to you anymore conversation's over you killed it with your cynicism and hate (laughs) one person does this shit a lot too and she misconstrues body language and emails which i don't know how you can do except with mine i guess mine go from being really friendly to really short and to the point so dc is back in action we've had a couple good weeks without her without talking about her but i have to now so it's the usual bullshit again where a certain someone is complaining about coworkers getting away with quote unquote murder and no consequences. So this week we're doing Hascom makeups. So it's the shortened version of hazard communications, which is something implemented by OSHA and Pesh, which is that as the facility is in compliance with the state, they have to warn us about all the, um, all the chemicals that are being used in the facility every day. And if something should happen, this is what you do. Stuff like that. Like just running through guidelines of safety and shit. So they they call it Hascom to try and make it cute and catchy. Which it's not cute or catchy. So it's stupid. Like, bleh. <laughs> um, she got annoyed by the fact that people are most certainly cheating by sticking their pen through the slot in the box, which is where you turn in the test after watching the video because it's a makeup, it's not the live in-service anymore, and pulling someone else's quiz out. I'm like, it's kind of genius, and I kind of don't care what people are doing. Like, my job is full of walking trash bags who are going to continue to do what they do because corporal punishment no longer exists, and if employees slap each other around, there's a good chance that someone's getting fired. So, like, that's... She makes a bigger deal out of things because she thinks we live in a society where everybody's going to do a good thing all the time. And I'm like, well, you work in the wrong place and you've been working in the wrong place for like 15 years now. So I suggest at some point you change your attitude so that you're not tired all the time from carrying around all this mental anguish. Like that's where I am with that. Like you're caring about the wrong shit. Obviously, you know, no one's doing the right shit in here. And obviously you're choosing to ignore it and candy coat it. And it's very cute. But it's also very Disney princess. And there's a lot of villains in this building. So your Disney princess idea doesn't fit with the motif of the rest of this building. (laughs) Like that's, it don't work. It don't work. Honey, it don't work. Um, so, uh, that's, that's one of the things that I don't care about that happened. Uh, speaking of other things that my odd things at my job that nobody else cares about. 
over the PA today, besides the fire watch, which is every hour they announce that they're testing the fire alarm system until it's done. And obviously it wasn't done probably till after I left today because they were still making the announcement. <clears throat> so over the PA today, besides the fire watch, two cars and license plates were called out to be moved from wherever they were parked. Now, this complaint came from that one nurse care manager that I spoke about a couple episodes back that was preparing to resign or retire or whatever because she was asked how she can be helped to complete her paperwork. So she wants to retire because of that, like an idiot. So apparently she made a complaint or sent out an email that I didn't get. So when someone asked me about it, I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> so one was a Lexus and the other car, the other make of the car, I don't remember because again, I don't really care that much. <laughs> Everyone makes that joke too. Like, oh boy, they called out your Lexus to move. And of course I respond with, if I had a Lexus, do you think I'd be parking anywhere near anybody in this parking lot? To which of course I get a laugh because I'm funny sometimes. But I'm like, not with the way someone else's car got hit in the parking lot. Like someone's car, like some employee, I think, backed into another employee and fucked up their car. You really think I would have a Lexus in this shit? If I had two cars and one was a Lexus and the other was some beater car, I'm driving the beater car to work all day because if it gets hit or tapped or whatever, I don't give a shit. (laughs) If my Lexus got hit in this parking lot, everybody's paying for it. Everybody. I got like... Almost, I got two nails in two different tires in my car parking in that parking lot. If I had gotten a third one, I was going up to the commissioner of that building like, listen, bruh, um, I'm not going to keep paying to have my tire plugged because y'all crew keeps leaving screws around that are fucking like nails around in the parking lot. Have someone clean that shit up. Don't you have like plant ops for that? Anyway, (laughs) like like the, the whole bunch of crazy shit that happens at my job, definitely definitely (laughs) is insane. It's insane. I have to deal with someone who lives on cat, uh, fucking cotton candy and rainbows dealing with people who eat like sour patches or what were those things? Sour balls, whatever they were, but then things that made you scrunch up their face. Warheads. That's what they were called. Warheads. I figured it out. Yes. Those stupid ass candies that once you put in your mouth was like, you know, the devil peeing in your mouth. Who's eating those freely anymore? Do they even exist, warheads? Someone look that up and tell me. I'm sure someone will look that up and tell me that warheads still are a candy. I remember them shits when I was like eight. I tried one one time, spit it back out. (laughs) It was disgusting. It was disgusting. Goddamn water bottle. (laughs) Um... All right, excuse me. I got water on my face. (laughs) Also, I need people to start letting me be miserable at work because people are trying to put their sunshine on me so early and I'm not ready for it, especially when I come in and I have to run around and do shit. Like Monday wasn't ready to be happy (laughs) because it's Monday. Who's ready to be happy at work on a Monday? I don't know. Whatever. What I mean by this is that, you know, I need people to see me and sense my facial expression and tone. So like if you roll up on me and I look like I just climbed out of my cocoon for the day or like, you know, just climbed out from under my bed to greet the world. Hi, good morning. Does not work for me. It's patronizing at that point and rude because I know you've been awake longer than me and are in a much better headspace personality wise and I just can't get it up to get there. 
So uh, that's it. Like you need to just let me be cranky for a little bit and then have my sweet sips of coffee and get my caffeine going before you approach me with any work-related shit. And today it happened to me twice by two different people, Bonnie and DC. So now DC, huh? I hate when people do this shit to me. Like this was happening during the Hascom live in services, like through all the in services where I had to put a stop to it and put a boundary and be like, do not call me until such and such time to start registering. Like that's exactly what happened. So this should go the same for emails and shit. And that's for anything else. You know, I come in at eight o'clock, you know, I work till four. Why the fuck do you need me to need to send me an email at 745 in the morning? Why? Why does that need to happen? How is it even possible that you send me an email of something you want me to do before I even get to work? Explain that. How is that a thing? Are you thinking about me at 745? Like, oh, before I forget, let me send this email because don't. <laughs> like, can you have some show, please? Especially because like DC is the one that's always complaining about other people doing the wrong shit all the time. This would be a prime example of what not to do, especially if you want me to be nice and put smiley faces in the rest of my emails for the rest of the day. Like, That's exactly that. Like our friend and nemesis DC in this job apparently wanted me to send her the word document form of the facility code badges we have so we can add something so she can add something to them. I don't want to add shit. I finally got them lined up correctly where they're double sided to the point where it fits on one card and it's almost exact on the same side when you flip it over. So I finally got it to a good spot because it was all topsy turvy and shit and I always have to fix everything. I'm always formatting and fixing everything. That's, I'm like the fixer. I said that should just be my job. <laughs> I should be the Michael Clayton of my office because he was a fixer. So, so I said, so in my head, I'm like, hey man, I just made 50 million copies of the one we already had. So you think you could have told me this before I made all these copies you asked me to make originally? Like she's the one who told me that we need facility code badges because every new employee that goes to the new, goes to the new employee orientation with her needs to have a facility code badge. So I was in such a rush to do them last week, Monday and Tuesday of last week. So I did it Monday, maybe either Monday or Tuesday of last week. I made all those copies. I have so many of them at my desk so that I wouldn't run out. And then she starts this shit now this week because she's nothing else to do. And she added one line, one line, like this shit drives me crazy because she added the one line at work. Like she added the one line and then showed me the printout of it and then asks me if it works. I want to be like, no, bitch, it doesn't work because nobody really cares what Quapi is. You discuss it during fucking either residence rights or residence abuse. It doesn't need to be on the facility code badge. Not everything is on there that you've talked about. Like you're asking me a question. Like, don't ask me questions anymore since we're just doing whatever the fuck we want. Okay. Like this is the complaint you just had. Is basically people are cheating on quizzes. You're fucking underhanding me with this bullshit of this one line. Hey, does this work? I don't give a fuck. I'm not your supervisor. I don't really care if it works or not. Like I just formatted this to work a certain way. And of course now it's going to be all fucked up now. And now I have to look at it again. (laughs) So now that was my first scenario when I first walked in. Now my second scenario is, oh, I have three. I have three good ones. So my second scenario is that, um, Bonnie, of course, she had an attachment she needed from a policy that had been done or not done or revised or not revised, whatever. So 
Here's my second form of insanity before I took my sip of coffee this morning. As soon as I sit down at my desk, Bonnie asked me for some attachment she claims I have a copy of and have sent her before. So I go through the computer, I look through the public drive, which is what we call the um, the drive that has like the cloud that has all the paperwork and documents everybody saved from every department. So I search in multiple different spots and I ask her the name of the attachment a million times. And I'm pretty sure she tells me the same thing each time to which, of course, I say, I've never had a copy of this, nor do I recall sending you this copy, sending you this page, whatever you're looking for. So, of course, so my boss, I'm pretty sure Arlene, our boss, was listening because after 10 minutes of me being done with the situation, I got an email with said attachment in it. So my boss is listening. My boss's desk, like her office is right next to my desk. And I'm pretty sure with the way I was speaking to Bonnie, like I wasn't even being aggressive with her. I was just saying, all right, well, I have no idea where it is. So I don't know what to tell you. So I gave up because why is everybody bothering me first thing in the morning? It's eight, eight oh one probably at this point. And Arlene, I think, got so fed up with listening to us. She just sent us the attachment. So I was like, so of course, me being the mature adult I am, I said to Bonnie, see what you did? She was so fed up hearing us go back and forth about this. She found herself. And I'm like, this is why I'm convinced Arlene is my work mother, (laughs) which I have no problem with, which means she's, you know, fighting left and right for me. So that's good. I got someone on my back. (laughs) But in any case, like, dude. That was like the second situation. And talking about this made me think of another one because it's another person not taking responsibility for anything that's happening. So at the end of my day, I did I did something for Mark, the director of activities, and I told Arlene I'd finished. And Arlene came up to me after we'd had our little powwow about Excel and all that stuff and how I like to do spreadsheets because they're fucking I love organization for some reason. I don't know why. And uh we were talking about um she said to me that apparently during the COVID testing, because we have an app, we have um, a login for Quest Diagnostics so that we can check the information ourselves and see if the labs came in for certain people. And uh, Arlene tells me that one of the employees has a secondary account with the wrong date of birth on it. And that's the one they've been using for the COVID testing. But there's two accounts in there. So obviously, if the if it says the person's 56 years old and they're standing in front of you and they're clearly like in their 20s, why would you continue to put that fucking information? Like, why would you continue to put like print that sheet out for the wrong account? Why wouldn't you just use your brain, look at the date of birth and be like, oh, that's her. It's the same name. It's the same name. And anytime you try and correct this one person about it, she's very not my job about it, which I hate. But I do it sometimes, too, because sometimes it's not my job. But like... You're the one who's in charge of COVID testing. You're the you're the nurse that's swabbing everybody. So it is kind of your responsibility to be like, oh man, I messed up. Maybe tell Corinne. Because now I have to go and fix it on the back end and I can't be in both sets of quest logins at the same time because it won't fix it. So of course, I made it my um made it my mission for the rest of the day to go into the back end of the quest labs and merge all the duplicate accounts I found. And I'm hoping this worked and I'm hoping going forward, like it works. But the, when I was on customer service that one time for like 45 minutes, it, uh, it doesn't post all the labs prior to me changing it. So it doesn't like the labs will still be under the wrong account until after today. So after today, if she gets a test done, that 
that um, that testing or the labs will go under the right name. But anything before that, you got to look under the old account. But anyway, so it's very complicated and it just makes me really frustrated that after all that shit I did and how I stayed after for three hours from work to get all that information put in, people are still fucking it up because they don't go to those people like they won't they won't say anything to that nurse. The nurse will tell them to come see me as if I can instantly fix anything. I'm like now that I know how to, yes. But like why is this something you can't fix if you're the one putting the information in now? Like you're entering in names and everything now. You seem to have gotten it down because you haven't asked me to put anybody in anymore. But like I don't understand what was so difficult about this that you don't notice a duplicate account. Sorry if you heard my water bottle. Throat's so dry. But that like, that was my third scenario for that. And I'm like, dude, come on, man. Just a rough day for people to just be trying to do the right shit all around, apparently. <laughs> uh, so on lighter notes, lighter notes. Anyway, I must be tired. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> these days. Uh, all right. So my newest obsession on social media lately is this tiny foods page that I'm following on Instagram. Uh, it's not really like the, a new obsession. It's just something I'm showing other people now so that they're aware that this is the kooky shit I'm into lately. Uh, it's a tiny foods page on Instagram and they, um, this one chef will make tiny versions, like miniature versions of real foods. So like they've done eclairs. They just did a funnel cake. They've done, uh, mini French toast with strawberries. It was, it's the cutest shit. I'm like, but who are you feeding? Mice? <laughs> If a human eats that, they're probably immediately hungry while eating it, like Chinese food. Like, have you noticed that? Like, Chinese food is not filling whatsoever. Like, you'll be eating, like, I've eaten Chinese food when I'm hungry and still been hungry through it. Like, whoa, what am I going to eat after this? (laughs) What am I going to eat after this big-ass appetizer? (laughs) Anyway, uh, I send clips of it to, like, multiple people at least once a week because that's when it pops up on my newsfeed. And I need Instagram to fix their algorithm because I like to see recent shit first. And I'm probably missing a lot of recipes. And I don't want to have to type the name of this page in every time I want to see it. Because I don't even remember it half the time. And then when it pops up, it's like a little surprise. <laughs> if, um, oh, I'm also, I'm, this is what's funny about this. I'm waiting for one of my friends to be like, stop sending me this shit. <laughs> but everybody is so nice. And they're like, oh, it's so cute. Like, I'm really waiting for someone to turn around and be like, stop fucking sending me these mini foods. I think it's going to be Kanye first. Kanye Pepper. I send them to her. And the the last one being a funnel cake was funny because she was like, what the hell is this? It looks like drippings. Like it looks like the it looks like something funnel cake, like a, a regular funnel cake would poop out. That's what it looked like. That's how tiny it was. It's about the size of like a dime. <laughs> That's how big that funnel cake was. But it was cute. I'm like, who thinks up? Who thinks of this shit? Like how steady do your hands have to be to be cutting a little ass onion? And how do you get these little ass onions? Like they're tiny. Like they're not even like the cherry tomatoes. Like cherry to like the smaller version of a cherry tomato. Like what are we fucking organically making this shit? Like are we cloning shit to a smaller size? What is or what is it? A food dryer or something? I forget what they call it, but it shrinks down. It shrinks down the uh, apricots and pears and shit. It's so stupid. Um, (laughs) if anyone ever wants to see these tiny foods, just let me know, like drop me a follow on Instagram. My page is now public and I didn't go into that lightly. I didn't make that decision lightly at all. 
Um, there's a lot of creeps out there, but I have that block ready to go. <laughs> so, of course, now I got to hit you with some dark shit. Um, I don't know. I hope I have enough for an hour. I always do this and I always have enough. Uh, I watched a couple people play this scrutinized game. <laughs> the Bean Hater got me a copy of it. And then I, like in the movie The Ring, passed along two copies of it to two other people. One who I didn't know was actually going to stream it like that, who actually streamed it. And then another person who's been playing it the past three days. So amazing. <laughs> that game is scary as shit. You're basically a... Uh, I don't know what her actual job is because, again, I don't pay attention to these things. But you're basically trying to solve crimes on your computer. But you keep hearing weird noises and shit. And your cousin apparently died in like um, almost like a breaking and entering type of situation. And she was a police officer and such. And I guess the people are still at large because you keep getting spooked by these people. It's either a Russian-looking thug or a creepy-looking doctor. And... uh it's a, your house is dead quiet and you're just, and the whole time, all you see is the computer screen. You don't see anything else. So you don't know if the lights turn out behind, turn off behind you. You can kind of hear if someone's walking behind you, but it's more like audible than anything. So you really just have to like, you can be paying attention to the computer, but you also have to be like listening out. Dude, the way my friend screamed had me jumping while I washed the dishes. Like, he screamed, and I almost peed my pants laughing after I calmed down because my chest hurt. I was like, I have watched, I have watched so much time of this game go by that I don't know if I want to play it because I'll tell you right now, I'm scared. <laughs> but apparently uh the bean hater thinks that i'm gonna try some other game called narcosis and i said uh maybe try and pawn it off on my homeboy his name is gm underscore turtle the g the m and the t are capital uh he's a good twitch creator he just made affiliate on monday and he gets a lot of follows from playing scary shit and i told him i was like i think that's your niche like i think he's really got something with that so hopefully he does more um it's so funny to watch him play it. Uh, I missed my other friend playing it. Her name is Sheila C. Pure Gamer. I think there's underscores between Sheila and Sheila and C, and then another underscore between C and Pure Gamer. She's also on Twitch. She's a content creator. She's pretty funny. Also, she's playing it. She's been playing it for the past three days, and she said it's it's interesting, and in that she screamed yesterday apparently, and I fucking missed it because, of course, I'm trying to get this fitness on and fucking. I ran two miles, and I was dead to the world after that. I think I crashed at like 10 o'clock, and I really wanted to watch the streams. But I also was very tired and very sore, and I still am. I did a walk today. It was a mile and a half. I did 31 minutes, and uh, I am relaxing. I cooked dinner, and, you know, here we are talking to each other. <laughs> uh, so it was good. It was cool. I was actually really impressed with the fact that he stuck with it because he played it multiple times because you die, you have to start over, which is really fucking frustrating because you have to basically wake up. Well, not wake up. Also, quick question as to why she doesn't do any of this work during the daytime, firstly. And second of all, why does she have to continuously close the windows? Because even if you do make it past the first night, you have to close the windows every time. So it's like, all right. Great. These windows magically reopen the next day. <laughs> it's 
So scrutinized is cool. Uh, Narcosis, which is basically, I haven't watched the video for it yet. I didn't have reception at work when I got the video sent to me from YouTube. Uh, Narcosis apparently is you're submerged in water this time, exploring a base at the bottom of the sea to figure out what happened, like what went wrong. I'm guessing it is crashed and there's water in there. And uh, basically sea creatures come after you, like anything in the ocean basically tries to hunt you down, whatever. But it's like, all right, dude, what's with you in this underwater fascination, okay? You're trying to get me to play Subnautica. I haven't touched it. And now you're showing me Narcosis, a game that you claimed you wouldn't even touch, which is kind of upsetting because then why would you think I would play it? Why do you keep sending me scary stuff to play? You know I'm not going to play it. (laughs) You know I'm not going to play it. We've been friends for a very long time with a five-year gap in it. Friends since high school, okay? Friends since I was like 14. I'm 31. That's 17 years. Know that I don't play the scary shit. My friend Cooper could tell you that I don't play scary shit. I used to make him come over and play it for me. Like the evil within, definitely played it. He played it for me. Could not get through it. Outlast, he played that too. Couldn't get through it. Outlast, you basically have a camcorder that has night vision and you're running through a fucking asylum to get out. I've watched so many people play it. I don't need to play it. I've seen it. (laughs) I've seen it done. I don't want to do it. That's where I'm at. So the scary games I can do in the daylight, maybe. I don't want to do something that's real audible because Blair Witch was like that too. And I have those big headphones that like surround and cup your ears and shit. So you can hear your own fucking brain moving around in your skull if you wanted to. And I'm like, ew, what? Like, like you just, who is sending me a friend request on fucking PlayStation? Like I know them. Um, yeah, I had the uh, headphones on that just cover your ear and you hear your brain pulsating. Or you can hear your own heartbeat, or both. And I'm like, "Mm, Blair Witch, you can chill. Because there was a lot of noise, like a lot of audible shit. So I'm like, I had my back facing the door at that time. Now I moved my computer, so I'm next to the door, so I can see people trying to kill me if they want to. (laughs) But I had my back to the door, and I was like, this is not okay. None of this is okay. But that's another game that I like quit playing in the middle of, because I was tired of getting attacked in the dark. (laughs) So I've also been working on the website for the podcast. So it's coming along. It's just, it's a lot of, not a lot of work. It's just a lot of stuff I want to be perfect. And I know it's not going to be perfect, but I want everything to work so that if you navigate to it, you can breeze through it and see all the information. I haven't decided if I want to do merchandise with my logo on it yet, but I might because it might look cool on a tank top or like underwear. (laughs) Could you imagine my name on your ass? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, on your ass or on the front. So if, so if you're a girl, it would be on your kitty. And if it's if you're a boy, it would be on your penis. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I haven't decided what I want to do with that part of it yet. Um, if anyone has any tips on how to build their website, you know, you can also let me know about that too. Um, <laughs> uh, I just, I'm just working on so many things. I have so many like hands in different bowls and stuff, as they say. Like, I'm cooking with too much. Too much is going on. Not too many cooks in the kitchen because it's only really me doing it. But that's the problem. It's only me doing it. So if anyone has any tips, like I said, I'm more than welcome to criticisms of how to construct this and, you know, put this together so it's an easy layout for people. Like, I want it to be user-friendly. 
Uh, and I've also been contemplating this for a while, but I'm contemplating leaving New York um, probably next year, I think. Most, more than likely. Um, I've come to the conclusion that I'm, I'm done with this state. I'm just over it. Like, everything's at a standstill because of COVID. Can't do anything. My job is very easy, but it's also very boring at the same time. I have to find things to do. Um, I have applied for Department of Corrections, the trainees, and I have applied for a caseworker, I guess, with the county. So I'll see what happens with that. Um, but other than that, yeah, I don't really know that there's much else here. <laughs> I'll most likely be moving in with my family down south. Uh, it's just becoming more and more monotonous every day, and I'm just annoyed with it. And I'm annoyed with how people drive because people just still drive like dicks. Like again, this morning in Dunkin' Donuts, this guy decided he was going to enter the, the drive through wrong. And um, I'm tired of people driving up my ass at my job's parking lot too. Like what the fuck is wrong with people? Like I don't want to get into an accident trying to get to work. Like I know I was running late this morning, but like calm the fuck down. And also, why is there such a – there's such a difference between going to Dunkin' Donuts at 7.15 and at 7.30. 7.30 – does everybody decide to go to Dunkin' Donuts at 7.30? I got there at 7.36, and it was the longest line I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I wish I'd gone there earlier, but I also don't want to be sitting outside my job for that long. But that's the way I get the best parking spot, so. And I have to start remembering to bring my umbrella in because it looks cloudy and rainy, like, every day before I leave. And I always leave my umbrella in the car. But on the plus side, I have been working out to try and keep my brain going after work so it doesn't turn to mush. And uh, this crack in this bottle has me fucking annoyed. <laughs> I'm so excited to try other flavors, though, because this mixed berry ain't it. And I didn't take it off my order, so I have another fucking sip of mixed berry in it. <laughs> but overall, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Let's just say that. I'm okay. I'm looking forward to cooler weather. It's been cooling down a lot over here. It's actually supposed to go to 49 tonight, which is really weird. But it doesn't get cool enough early enough for me to not have my AC on. So the AC will be cranking, and then in the morning it'll be freezing in my room. So, oh gosh. I actually did a collaboration with The Common Ground, which I'm debating posting on here, or if I'm going to put it on the website. Uh, it's not really mine. So I don't know how I want to work that out. But I do have the collab for that. And uh, they have a video of it. They posted a video of us having the chat. It's about sex. <laughs> so if you're into that, um, the common ground is the podcast and it's on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and everywhere you get your podcasts. So um, if you want to check them out, they're pretty cool. They talk about a lot of controversial topics and, uh, sorry, I'm answering a text and, um, yeah, so that's basically it. Uh, I have a lot of things to think about. I have a lot of things up in the air. Uh, I want to get this fucking website out sooner rather than later. Been getting back into gaming a lot lately and remembering who I am as a person and not taking any bullshit and uh, it's it's good. It's it's personal growth is what it is. I've um, been talking to my mom a lot lately. I actually spoke to my grandmother today. I have two grandmothers. One lives in Manhattan. One lives in Brooklyn. So usually I refer to them as where they live. So Brooklyn grandma's doing good. She just came back from Florida. They're moving there too. 
so there's, like I said, a lot of things to think about. Um, none of them bad, all of them good for my personal growth. Um, and that's about it guys. Uh, hope you had a good time listening. Um, also ask Dr. Draco about farts. That's going to be the way I end my episodes now. So because of the one conversation we had, which is basically like, um, a fart is only one anus flex away. (laughs) I said that one time during one of his streams and he thought it was the most ridiculous shit ever. So, um, like I said, ask Dr. Jocko about farts. Uh, he's, he's a streamer on Twitch also. It was pretty funny when I said it and he's pretty good. He's really funny to watch. Um, so go check him out when you have a minute. So it's Dr. Jocko, D-R-J-O-C-C-O. I don't know when he's going to stream again, but he streamed on Monday, Monday, I think Monday and yesterday. I think just my thing just Monday. Everybody's busy. Everybody has a job. Everybody's an adult. So, um, all right, guys. Well, didn't have an hour, but, uh, close enough. And, uh, I'm going to get myself ready for bed after I edit the shit out of this. Uh, have a good night, everybody. And ask Dr. Jocko about farts. Have a cuckoo day, everybody. Bye.